Welcome to the next 23. If you are new, this is where I share all of the adventures of navigating a new life as a single 40-something after 23 years of marriage. The good and the scary, the weird and the ridiculous. There is no plan. God knows there is no strategy or roadmap for this podcast or the next half of my life. I'm just diving in, breath held, fingers crossed, and no expectations. As Brene Brown said, courage is to tell the story of who you are with your whole heart. These are my stories. Hi, friends. Welcome back to The Next 23. So I took last week off from posting because it was a crazy week with, once again, home appliance failures. I really have no idea what is going on in this new single adulting world, but I don't understand why all of a sudden, the minute I become single, every single thing in my house craps out. I don't know. It can't be me. Can it? Like, it really can't. I just refuse to believe that. I think it's just timing. I don't know. There's fewer people in the house now using all of these appliances, and yet they all seem to be crapping out. So what was going on this past week and a half is my dryer and my refrigerator both stopped working. The dryer stopped heating and the refrigerator stopped cooling. Both were electrically still working, still running, but nothing was happening like it was supposed to. The dryer was not pulling its weight and doing its full job of heating and drying the clothes. And the fridge basically just said, F you, Kelly, I'm going to melt all your food. So I called the repair person, lovely, lovely man, came out, took a look at both appliances, was able to fix my dryer for under $200, which was amazing, but said that the refrigerator, the compressor was completely shot and it would be about $1,500 to repair it. Luckily, I had done a little research before he got there to see how much a new refrigerator would cost because I'm in this new redesigned DIY place in my life with my house. I decided I wanted to opt for the cute retro vintage refrigerators that literally have no bells and whistles, but are super, super cute versus the fancy high-tech water, ice, computer in the door, all of that, that are just ridiculously with the bells and whistles. And luckily, because of that, the new refrigerator that I was looking at was brand new, going to be half the price of what the repair to the old one was going to be. Easy decision made, decided to buy a new fridge. Once that decision was made, I realized that I needed to find someone to come and remove the old fridge. So I looked online for, you know, those junk removal companies that you can hire to come pick up any of your old junk and take it away got a quote from them and it was going to be about $200 for someone to come and pick up the old fridge and take it away. I thought that was a deal. I had no way of removing this old fridge from my house. I drive a little two-seater convertible car. I don't know anyone with a truck. The $200 I thought was well worth it. However, the instructions I got was I needed to unplug it and unhook the water line. So thought, sure, no problem. I can absolutely do that. 
So my daughter and I spent an entire day searching this whole house for the water main shutoff for the fridge. We found every single individual water main shutoff for every sink, every toilet, everything in the house except for the refrigerator. So that led me to texting one of my really good friends whose husband is super, super handy, like ridiculously handy. And when I say handy, I mean has done everything in their house from electrical to plumbing to drywall to all kinds of things. And he's not a construction person. He just has learned and knows how to do all this stuff. So texted Tom asking him what his thoughts are on if he had any suggestions of where I could look. This sweet man said, you know what? I'll be over at 6.15. You guys, I, they're just, I don't, there aren't any words to describe how grateful I am for kind, wonderful, generous people who answer a question by showing up. Like I really just wanted some advice over text from him. That's all I expected and was hoping that he could just maybe point me in the right direction. The man came over, spent hours with me searching the house, trying to find the shutoff valve. Could never find it, by the way. Helped me find the shutoff valve for the entire house so we could shut off the the water. Helped me figure out what kind of thing I needed to cap the water line since I couldn't shut the water off. The original one that I purchased wasn't working. The man went to the hardware store, bought the right piece, came back, spent another few hours working on it, fixed my problem. And if that wasn't enough, he asked me what I was doing with the old fridge. And I said, oh, I'm going to hire this junk removal company to come pick it up and, and take it away for $200. He looked at me, said, absolutely not. He went home. He went on... I don't know, I think Facebook Marketplace or something, he actually sold the refrigerator for $100. So not only did the man save me $200, but he made me $100. And the person he sold it to came and picked it up from my house. And then Tom came back to my house the next day to help me move the refrigerator into the garage, which you guys not going to lie, this thing was a beast and it was super heavy. We had to call other neighbors in for reinforcement. So Let me just say, I am a thousand percent grateful for wonderful friends, wonderful friends' husbands who are also friends, wonderful friends who are neighbors, who just drop everything for me at a moment's notice to come help. And that is exactly what this world needs, this world is. That is what my world is all about. So anyway, that's a very, very long backstory to get to what I want to talk about on the podcast today. It's not about my stupid appliances, although thank you for listening to that. During the evening when Tom was helping me for hours figure out the refrigerator situation, after he sold the broken one, made me money, saved me money, I texted him and was just like, thank you so much. I was like, I cannot believe someone would want this old broken refrigerator that by the way, wasn't that old. It was probably 10 years old. Still beautiful, still looked really great, electrically still sound, just didn't do the job it was supposed to do. So when I said, I just, I can't believe someone would want this. 
Tom texted me back saying something extremely profound. And I don't know that this man meant to be so profound and meant to really impact me the way he did yet again with something he said. But he said, Kelly, everything is worth something to someone, sometimes more than you expect. So I have been thinking about this quote from Tom, aka Tim the Tool Man. I've been thinking about this for like two weeks now that everything is worth something to someone, sometimes more than you expect. I've realized that the reason that line hit me so deep and hit me so hard is because it is talking to my future self. I am so, so grateful and happy with the life that I am building right now and the life that I'm creating in this next 23 of this single adulting world. And I am, I know I've mentioned on a podcast before that I am falling in love with this new life that I am creating. But this quote of everything is worth something to someone really made me think about how when I'm ready and when it's time, I know that I'm going to meet someone that I am worth so much to. And when you are going through a divorce or a separation, or saying goodbye to someone in your life that has been a significant person in your life for, it doesn't even have to be a long time, could be a short time, but if they were a significant part of your life for any amount of time, that saying goodbye, that leaving is really hard. And it's hard to not stay in that feeling of rejection and that feeling of how could this person not love me when I thought they did? And how could they just walk away from this life that we created? Even if the life wasn't good or turned out to be not good in the end, how can this person just move on and act like, you know, I meant nothing to them and I was worth nothing to them? And there have been many moments over the past year that I felt that way. And I struggled with with this feeling of not so much worthiness to myself, because I think I've been doing a lot of that work for years of knowing that I am a really good person. I'm a decent person. I'm a kind person. And I am worthy. But sometimes life can kick you in the teeth and make you question, why are you not worthy enough for this other person to love you and, or to stay in your life or to, even when life changes, still want to have some sort of connection with you. And I actually, not to go deep down the rabbit hole of, you know, my therapy and (laughs) and my, my life growing up, but I actually have experienced this a couple of times throughout my life where There were two people that were very important to me when I was growing up, very, very important, that in my early 20s, they told me that they no longer wanted to be part of my life. And that was really, really hard. I mean, that was that was so hard to hear. And it it took its toll. And so when it happened a third time with my ex-husband, I think it just it became sort of this deep rooted feeling of how can someone spend so much of their life with me and then just all of a sudden not want to have anything to do with me? I must not be worth enough for them to love me and stay around. So 
when Tom said everything is worth something to someone, it kicked me back into the mindset of, okay, I absolutely am worth something to someone. I just haven't met that someone yet. And the thought of of that makes me come back to life. It puts me back on this path and in this journey of loving the life I'm creating because it brings that hope of a future someone and the dream of someone out there. What I do know is that I am 93.5% certain that I will not find that someone via online dating. I also know that there's no timetable and there's no rush. And I know that that there is someone out there who will find me worthy of spending time with and wanting to be around and have that relationship. There's a, a movie, and you guys, don't judge me for this. Actually, I don't care. You can judge me. I really don't care. I'm going to say it loud and proud. I love Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks rom-coms. Love them. Watch them all the time. They are my jam. I love them so, so much. There. I said it. It's out there. So do with that piece of information what you will. But there's one old one, You've Got Mail, that is one of my favorites. And in it, there is a line from Meg Ryan where she's breaking up with, not to spoiler alert, but it's old enough. I'm going to spoiler alert. She is breaking up with her current boyfriend and, well, he's actually breaking up with her. They're breaking up, I guess, together. It's, you have to watch the movie. Anyway, um, and in it, she asks him, is there someone else? And he said, well, nothing's happened, but I met this other woman. So he asks her, is there someone else? And she says, no, but there's the dream of someone else. And I love that line so much because it, it just, it's so hopeful and sweet and genuine. And it's, it's exactly how I feel. So I just, I hope that if you are in the middle of something hard, if you're in the middle of detangling your life from someone or someone leaving your life, whether it's ultimately a good thing, a hard thing, a stressful, anxiety-ridden thing, I, I hope that you can tell yourself that everything is worth something to someone and that you can truly believe that you are that everything and that one day you will be everything to someone and that you are worthy. And even if that someone is you, even if you are beginning your journey of trying to find out who you are and and believe that you are everything that you need to be and that you are worthy and and that you need to get back to who you are and be that woman that you are proud of and that you would leave your old life for. Uh, take a listen to last week's episode. I talk all about the kind of woman that I would leave me for and trying to be her and working really hard this year to be her. So if, if that's where you are, then I hope this also helps you realize that even if it's for yourself, that everything is worth something to someone, that you are worth something to yourself. You're worth something to someone. And the world is such a better place because you're in it. And even if you're in a place in your life where someone's telling you 
things that make you feel like that's not true, I want to tell you it's true. The world is a better place because you're in it and you are loved and you are worthy and you are everything to someone, even if that someone is you. Love you guys. Thank you for listening to The Next 23 with me, Kelly Taylor. I'll be sharing my stories each week and would love for you to come back if you feel this time makes your day better in some way. If it does and you do, please like it and let me know. If it doesn't, that's okay too. You don't have to tell me. I won't mind. It's fine.